Deep State Insider Joe Biden has been caught plagiarizing a whole bunch of times already, but this latest incident where he's literally stealing a UN campaign as a campaign slogan to apply in the United States, this one really takes the prize, folks. Hang on to your freedoms, America. I'm Alex Newman, and this is Behind the Deep State. If you want to know more about Joe Biden, you're going to want to subscribe to the New American Magazine. Our latest issue is called Joe Biden Unmasked. If you subscribe now, you'll still get it in your mailbox when it comes out. Make sure to go over to thenewamerican.com and sign up. Have you heard of Biden's silly new campaign slogan, Build Back Better? Well... He didn't come up with it. He actually ripped it off straight from the dictators club known as the United Nations. And that is bad news for America, folks. And it's bad news for our freedoms. If he gets elected, you can say hello to the new world order, the deep state's vision. So basically, the deep state burned down our economy under the guise of protecting us from the pandemic. And now they have burned down our cities under the guise of pursuing racial justice. And now they're going to build back better. At least that's what Joe Biden says. And what they really mean, of course, is to build back in the way that the deep state wants them to build back. Now, Joe Biden is their point man. Obviously, Joe Biden is a deep state swamp creature extraordinaire. He's been in Washington, D.C., what, like five decades? Uh, he actually brags about being the ultimate deep state swamp creature. Uh, obviously, you guys know if you've been watching this show regularly, the Council on Foreign Relations is deep state headquarters in America. Uh, it is the mothership, Hillary Clinton said, that tells her what she should be doing and how she should be thinking about things. Richard Haas is the president of this globalist monstrosity. And check out this video where Joe Biden actually admits that he works for not the American people, not you, dear voter, but for Mr. Richard Haas. Check this out. I probably should introduce myself to... People, everybody. Uh, my name is Richard Haas, by the way. Uh, I work here at the Council on Foreign Relations. And uh, I work for Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? I work for Richard. <laughs> okay. Well, he works for Richard. It's true. And what does he do for Richard? What kind of work is he doing for Mr. Richard? Well, he's working on building the new world order, which means ending your freedom, ending our nation as a sovereign, independent nation, and creating this crazy, wackadoodle global government that they want. Check this out. The affirmative task we have now is uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Yeah, new world order. You got to build back better so we can have a new world order instead of that old world order where people had rights and that kind of stuff. Anyways, as part of his subservience to this globalist agenda, Biden's campaign has this crazy new slogan, build back better. Now, I'm going to show you just a couple clips on this. You can do some more on your own, but check this out. Over the last few weeks, I've laid out my Build Back Better plan based on necessities and on the idea we can't just build back to what it was before. We have to build back better. Have to build back better. Now, that would be nice if Biden had come up with it. Actually, no, it wouldn't. But Biden didn't come up with it, of course. Uh, this slogan is now a catch-all phrase to push every conceivable deep state policy prescription that you can imagine. Globalism, massive government, climate shenanigans, sustainable development, which is just uh, tyranny, uh, basically crushing whole sectors of the global economy. And it goes right hand-in-hand hand with the Great Reset that we talked about in a recent episode being pushed by the IMF and the UN and the World Economic Forum, and of course the Green New Deal, the recipe for mass suicide. Now, politicians all over the world are promoting this Build Back Better shenanigans. Uh, some of them do give credit to the UN. Biden does not. But I'm going to show you some clips in just a little bit. 
Now, the Economic Forum, which is pushing the Great Reset, they are also peddling this Build Back Better monstrosity, and they said the purpose is to reinvent capitalism, except that's not really what they want to do. They want to smash what remains of the free market system and replace it with technocracy. Now, I'm going to show you just a quick clip here, and we've got so many of these we had to be selected, but I'm going to show you one of the Secretary General of the United Nations, uh, Mr. Antonio Guterres. Uh, He is a Portuguese guy. He, before taking over the UN, he was the head of the Socialist International, the largest global alliance of socialist and communist political parties, and uh, it includes more than a few political parties that have the blood of millions on their hands. Now, uh, check out what Mr. Guterres has to say about building back better. Listen to this. But the COVID-19 pandemic can also be a moment for resolving long-standing conflicts and addressing structural weaknesses. Four sets of priorities can guide the response to build back better and achieve the sustainable development goals. First, immediate measures to slow the spread of the disease and conflict and meet the urgent needs of the most vulnerable. That means prioritizing life-saving health care to COVID-19 victims, respecting the call for a global ceasefire, ensuring humanitarian assistance to the most vulnerable, including refugees, displaced, and those communities, providing emergency support to individuals and households, and taking steps to relieve debt, promote trade, and expand relief, for example, through a regional solidarity fund. Second, we must deepen efforts to address inequalities by investing in universal health and education, social protection floors, and technology. The region is home to the world's largest gender gap in human development. COVID-19 recovery is an opportunity to invest in women and girls, ensure equal rights and participation, which will have lasting benefits for all. Education and opportunities are also critical for young people in the region who face unemployment rates five times higher than those for adults. With the the right investments, air abuse, now the largest age group, can also be its largest asset. Third, boosting the economic recovery through reimagining the region's economic model in favor of more diversified green economies. And that means creating decent, sustainable jobs, introducing progressive taxation measures, ending fossil fuel subsidies, and taking greater account of climate risks. Fourth, Now is the moment to prioritize human rights, ensure a vibrant civil society and free media, and create more accountable institutions that will increase citizens' trust and strengthen the social contract. All of these steps are pivotal to helping the Arab region build back better and enhancing its ability to withstand future shocks. So the Arabs have to build back better. Uh, Canadians have to build back better. Everybody's got to build back better. Even communist Chinese have to build back better. They're literally using this slogan now. They got, oh, learn from the communist Chinese how we build back better. Isn't that cute? Uh, Boris Johnson, the guy with the awesome hair, the prime minister of Britain, uh, he also wants to build back better. Check this out. If we are to defeat COVID-19, achieve a global recovery and avoid a future pandemic, then we must work together across borders. Our national efforts will count for little unless they are fortified by international cooperation. Today, the most urgent tasks are to stabilise the world economy and develop a vaccine. Britain has contributed over £700 million, almost a billion dollars, to the international response. We're the largest single donor to the efforts of the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness to find a vaccine. We've provided up to £150 million to the IMF to help developing countries cope with the 
economic impact. But once we move beyond the emergency phase, we owe it to future generations to build back better and base our recovery on solid foundations, including a fairer, greener, and a more resilient global economy. Oh, but when he says it with that British accent, it just sounds so smart and so appealing, right? And with that awesome hair, it's just incredible. So I- I'm sold. Uh, commenting on this monstrosity, James Delling-Paul. He's one of my favorite British commenters. Amazing guy. Uh, used to write for The Telegraph. Now he's over at Breitbart. He says, uh, and he was commenting on uh, Boris Johnson's use of the term, but he says this build back better is merely the latest, quote, code phrase for green global tyranny. Uh, He says this is being used by Johnson and that what it really represents is more world government, more green taxes and regulation, more expensive energy, more identity politics, more corporatism, and of course, less freedom and entrepreneurialism. Couldn't have said it better myself, folks. That is what Build Back Better means. In all the cases of the use of this slogan that we reviewed here at The New American, Build Back Better is always used in the context of rebuilding a society or a city or a region on the globalist, progressive, green, technocratic model. Now, originally, it was about building back after natural disasters in the way the UN wanted somebody to build back. Um, Obviously, COVID-19 did not destroy any buildings or any infrastructure. So now, Build Back Better means rebuild all of society, rebuild the economy, rebuild the government, and the entire framework of society following this economic devastation they've unleashed on us better. Okay, Uh, the UN General Assembly first approved this slogan back in 2015. They said we got to build back better. It was originally promoted by the Japanese government. It was part of the UN Sendai Framework for Disaster Risk Reduction. Uh, Basically, the UN scheme called for building better infrastructure after disasters like earthquakes and tsunamis. But they also admitted right from the start that this was really a globalist plan. It's got to promote, quote, international cooperation after disasters. We have to have global psychosocial support and mental health services after disasters. And uh, even before that, Bill Clinton was using it when he was running around for the UN back in 2006 as the UN Special Envoy for Tsunami Recovery. So this um, building back better, Biden basically promises he is going to redistribute huge amounts of your money, He'll give it back to you, maybe with some strings attached after taking a fee. Uh, Of course, they're either going to tax you or print it or borrow it from China. And then they're going to hand it out to big corporations, to state and local governments that have bankrupted local taxpayers. And he says this is the moment to imagine and build a new American economy. Uh, That includes building a public health jobs core. Uh, This is something that globalists, including Bill Clinton, have been promoting for a while now. They basically want to hire armies, as they put it, of uh, contact tracers. Go watch our video on contact tracing and behind the deep state. Creepy, creepy stuff. Uh, They want to create an environmental conservation corps. They want to mobilize across the board to fight so-called systemic racism. And isn't America just evil? But fortunately, Biden is going to save us. Now, um, check out this clip of Biden talking about his little Build Back Better. In order to meet the challenges of today, we can't just build back the way things were. We have to build back better. We'll make the biggest investment in manufacturing and innovation since World War II. Since when does the government do the investing in manufacturing and innovation, right? 
And with what money are they going to do this investing? Are they just going to go to their money tree? No, they're probably going to borrow the money from China, right? We're going to borrow money from China to invest in manufacturing. And of course, they don't mean investors are going to do it. They mean the government's going to do it. Hey, that sounds like we'll be a lot like communist China, right? Having the government allocate capital and resources is a hallmark of communist China's brutal technocratic slave-based economy. That is not what the American free market system is about. Now, all over the West, uh, bobbleheads are saying the same stuff. I'm going to show you a video here of uh, Mr. Carney. He was a Bilderberg attendee. He ran the UK Central Bank. He ran Canada's Central Bank. Used to be a bigwig over at Goldman Sachs. And here he is talking about this build back better nonsense. Um, first, just to say that, you know, to build back better, we need to learn from our current predicament. Um, the current uh, tragedy proves that uh, we can't wish away systemic risks um, and we need to invest up front uh, in order to avoid disaster down the road. Of course, that's no more true. Uh, it's exactly true with climate. It involves the entire world. We can't self-isolate from it. Um, and uh, it's predicted by science to be the central risk uh, tomorrow. Uh, so we need to act now. And the question that I've been asked is, um, what can uh, climate, what can we do to drive climate finance uh, in support of a smooth transition uh, to a net zero economy? And I think the first uh, question around that is, um, what will be the economics of the post-COVID world? And Nick uh, started to, uh, to touch on these. Um, it is a truism, but it happens to be true that we're experiencing decades of change within weeks, uh, uh, an acceleration of changes in the economy, a shift from moving atoms to bits, think uh, the ascendance of e-commerce over bricks and mortar retail, uh, the rise of distance learning and uh, e-health, transformations of supply chain from being global and just in time to local and resilient, and the wholesale restructuring of many heavy uh, emitter industries uh, that will come. Um, so we have those backdrop of that big economic change, um, and that will require a massive reallocation of capital. So massive reallocation of capital. Yeah, that sounds like something Chairman Mao and Fidel Castro and Joseph Stalin and Paul Pot, they would have loved that kind of stuff. Right? We're going to reallocate capital the way we think it ought to be reallocated. Here's more from Biden and his Build Back Better. There's no more consequential challenge we have to meet in the next decade than the onrushing climate crisis. We'll meet this challenge by creating millions of jobs in a clean energy economy. Jobs that will ensure American automobile industry leads the world in manufacturing electric vehicles. With 500,000 charging stations all across the country, we'll ensure that America has the cleanest, safest, and fastest rail system in the world. We're going to make investments so by the end of my first term, we are going to be on an irreversible course to achieve net zero emissions economy-wide no later than 2050. An irreversible course, right, after building back better. Now, he's talking about create jobs. All right, what kind of jobs do you think you're going to create, right? Government doesn't create wealth. Government destroys wealth. Anybody who knows anything about economics can tell you this. Yeah, the government could create a lot of jobs by taxing the economy to smithereens and using that money that they took to pay people to smash big rocks into little rocks. But how long until they ran out of productive people to tax and then we just had a bunch of little rocks? Well, that would be pretty stupid, wouldn't it? Uh, and this climate crisis, this is uh, the the new and improved phraseology involving global warming. Well, we at The New American have interviewed dozens of the world's top scientists on this issue, including, interestingly, many who have worked for the UN IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, 
And they have consistently said that this whole thing is a massive hoax. It's a swindle. They're scamming you folks. They are ripping you off. And even some UN scientists have said this. And when we go to the IPCC, hey, some of your own scientists are saying you guys are a fraud. Will you talk to? Oh, no, we don't want to talk to you. Right? So Biden wants to spend $4 trillion under this Build Back Better nonsense for his climate plan over his first term. That's a trillion dollars per year. To put that number into perspective, $4 trillion, that is almost one-fourth of America's annual gross domestic product, okay, the value of everything we produce in this country in a year. And what do we get in exchange? Absolutely nothing, right? More expensive energy, more unreliable energy, a whole bunch more government bureaucrats, a bunch more regulations, and a severely decreased standard of living, all to save and stop uh, the phony climate crisis, which exists really in the imagination of people like Joe Biden. Now, uh, I want to show you a little video from the UN showing politicians and government officials from all over the world talking about this Build Back Better campaign having to do with climate. And again, keep in mind, Biden's not giving credit to the UN or foreign politicians for his little campaign slogan. But watch this video. Il Covid-19 sta avendo un impatto devastante sulle nostre vite. We cannot let this crisis become a lost opportunity. Humanity also faces the threat of climate catastrophe. The risk of forest fires is rapidly increasing. Any dip Our environmental agenda must not waver. We must stay focused. The recovery plans must be sustainable, climate neutral and climate resilient. We must recover better. With transforming our economy to make it sustainable. We need to act together. I have proposed six climate positive actions for building back. Invest in green jobs, do not bail out polluting industries, end fossil fuel subsidies, take climate risks into account in all financial and policy decisions, work together. And most important, leave no one behind. So you're starting to get the picture? Joe Biden's Build Back Better campaign is literally the UN's Build Back Better campaign. Of course, the fake media won't tell you that. Uh, and they're not stupid, folks. They're not stupid. So uh, pick another option. Another big component of this monstrosity is tax-funded control of all the little children, right? The government's going to take care of our little children for us and our old people, right? So what do we need family anymore? Listen to Joe Biden talk about his Building Back Better and taking care of your children. In order to build back better, we have to prioritize our caregiving workforce and free up hardworking Americans. My plan will put three million Americans to work. We'll work with states to offer every three and four-year-old child in America access to free, high-quality preschool. Right now, low- and middle-income families spend as much as 35% of their income on childcare. We'll make it so they won't ever have to spend more than 7% of their income. And we'll give more older Americans and people with disabilities the choice to get care in their home or in the community-based setting, starting with the 800,000 individuals currently on a waiting list to be able to do just that. So there you have it, folks. Joe Biden is going to take care of your kids for you. He's going to take care of your parents for you. And maybe he'll even read them bedtime stories, too. Now, the next one is um, pretty racist. 
But uh, Joe Biden seems to have that problem. Uh, basically, black and brown people cannot succeed unless Joe Biden helps them out, is what Joe Biden thinks. So check out this clip. In order to build back better, we have to ensure that all Americans have opportunities to generate wealth, especially communities of color that have been historically left out of the benefits of an economic recovery. That's why I'm going to take on our successful Obama-Biden small business fund and scale it up to 20 times the size so the black and brown small business owners have access to $150 billion in venture capital and low-interest financing. All right, guys, I don't even know what you say about that. Joe Biden, the you ain't black if you're not if you don't know who you're going to vote for, thinks that black and brown Americans need to confiscate money from Americans with lighter skin tones so that they can succeed in business and create wealth. Now, if you believe that, you might be a racist. But um, anyways, who knows? Here we go. Uh, Check out this last uh, little clip of Mr. Biden talking about his build back better. Times are tough now in America, Mm -hmm. but we've been here before. We can do this. We can build back better. And I'm looking forward to getting started as soon as we can. Oh, yeah, he's looking forward. Yeah, he's got a lot of work to do for Mr. Haas. Uh, so I want to show you now, because Biden didn't mention one time in any of all that nonsense, Congress, right? But Congress has to appropriate all money. Where's he going to get money to give to people with darker skin tones? Where is he going to get money to uh, take care of your children? Where is he going to get money to invest in manufacturing? Where is he going to get $4 trillion to save us from the global warming boogeyman? Uh, well, under our constitutional system of government, that's got to come from Congress. So what have we been hearing from Congress about this? Well, not much, but uh, MSLSD did have the most left-wing member of Congress, worse than Bernie Sanders, uh, the fake Indian, uh, Elizabeth Warren from the Focahontas tribe. Uh, Check out what she has to say about the Build Back Better campaign. And notice there is no mention of the United Nations. Check this out. We're going to build it back better. We're going to take an economy that had a lot of problems and we're going to make this economy work better going forward. That's that's the right approach. You know, there's a lot of space right now, it seems to me, because of the crisis for real out-of-the-box thinking. Um, you know, Congress passed huge bipartisan majorities, like trillions of dollars in the midst of this because no one, no one's ever encountered anything like, like this. Um, big public investments on the order of $400 billion, $300 billion, like big public investments, something that, that you called for your campaign, uh, Senator Sanders did, other, uh, other folks uh, who, were, who were running called for. Uh, those are now central to part of what the, the vice president's calling for. That's right, because the vice president's approach is we're going to build it back better. Yeah, we're going to build it back better. You you see all these left-wing totalitarians and liars in America, and Elizabeth Warren is a massive fraud, right? She's the lady who claimed she was a Native American so she could get uh, more jobs with all her white privilege. But notice all these people parroting propaganda from the Dictators Club, right? The UN is basically a wholly owned subsidiary of the Communist Party of China now, as we've demonstrated in a recent episode. And here you have American politicians, homegrown domestic extremist totalitarians, literally plagiarizing UN propaganda. Now, obviously, this is not the first time Joe Biden has been caught plagiarizing. In fact, he seems to have uh, uh, more problems with plagiarism than he does with his memory. But uh, back in 1988, he actually had to withdraw from the presidential race. The New York Times reported, and I I quote that Biden quit the 1988 presidential race in the face of accusations that he plagiarized part of a speech from Neil Kinnock, the British Labor Party leader at the time. Okay, Uh, Biden also plagiarized while he was in law school. He even stole material from a Bobby Kennedy speech. Now, plagiarism is bad enough. 
Okay, but this plagiarism scandal really pales in comparison with the real threat, with the real danger here, and that is the utter devastation of our freedom, of our prosperity that would result from implementing this plagiarized UN, OECD, World Economic Forum, globalist, deep state gobbledygook plan called Build Back Better with their great reset and their Green New Deal, and we're going to transform life on the planet and all the rest of it. So, um, guys, you got to recognize what's happening here. These totalitarians are working at a global level. Okay. Uh, obviously, somebody sent out a memo to politicians all over the world. We've just proved it to you here. And um, this is dangerous, folks. We know where he's getting his dangerous ideas from Richard Haas and from the Council on Foreign Relations and from the deep state behind the deep state. But it's time for these totalitarians to be exposed and stopped. Joe Biden took an oath multiple times to uphold and defend our U.S. Constitution. He put his hand on the Bible. And he swore that he would do it. If he doesn't want to do it, he should resign or he should work to have a constitutional amendment passed to do it in the proper way. And don't forget, folks, if you ain't voting for Joe Biden, you ain't black. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe, hit like, hit that little bell so that you'll be notified whenever we post new videos. And also, please make sure to share this video with your friends. Email is a great way to do it. Remember, there are powerful forces working to steal our freedom and destroy our country. We need to work together, expose those behind the deep state. Otherwise, you can kiss your liberties goodbye.